Hey, 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 it's your girl, Kendra, a.k.a. Queen Mother. How? How are you doing? Have you been uh, washing your hands, folks? Are you still wearing your mask and practicing social distancing as much as you possibly can? Be honest. I am ready to get on somebody's airplane and go to another destination. However, <laughs> I am still uh, keeping myself and my household safe during this season of pandemic. Hey, I have a question. Have you ever... Um, dropped a fresh roll of toilet paper in the toilet while you're trying to put it on a toilet paper holder? No? Okay. Well, let's not talk about that, shall we? Let's move on. Yeah, they know how I'm coming. Yeah, I'm coming off the rip. Yeah, if I make a movie, I'ma do it off script. Yeah, if I gotta up it, I'ma pull it from the hip. Yeah, they finna dip like I'm coming for the up. Uh, yeah, coming for the chips. 20 of us in the VIP. Uh, got their hands out. Guess they now they wanna tip. Uh, stretching legs out. Now they know I'm finna trip. Uh, name in the L. I should put it on a blimp. Yeah. Every time I do an episode, I think I, I've been starting it out by saying so much has happened since our last conversation. Oh my gosh. So much has happened since our last conversation. There have been uh, political debates. There was a situation with the fly. Uh, the White House has become a COVID hotspot. Um, and so many other things. I don't even know how y'all keep up with some of this stuff sometimes, quite honestly. Um, but I was just thinking about the whole fly situation at the um, vice presidential debate. And... I'm just thinking, like, if I were one of those candidates, no matter which one, how would I feel the next morning knowing that a fly is the only thing that people were thinking about? I've poured my heart into this debate. I've, I've stood on my political platform and given my promises to the American people. And the next day, we're talking about a fly. I don't believe I would feel that great about myself if I were either one of those candidates knowing that a fly is the thing that people took away and remembered from uh, from that debate. And um, so in full transparency, y'all, I had full intentions of watching that debate. And my body was like, mm -mm, we're going to go to bed. I'm like, no, 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 we'll just get in bed. And we'll watch the debate from bed. <clears throat> and my body said, mm -mm, we're going to go to sleep. And my body won. Sleep absolutely won. And so I woke up the next morning. Um, scrolling through the uh, the news uh, socials. Uh, well, let me stop lying. It wasn't news socials. I was on the Twitter, which is pretty much my news uh, outlet of choice these days. I was on Twitter scrolling, and all I saw were these pictures of flies. And I'm like, what the? Is are, is it a plague? Is this another level of Jumanji that I, I, I didn't? What? And child, y'all, the internet is undefeated still. Because the fly memes came quickly, apparently. Um, and that's what I took away from the debate was the fly. So then the other thing that I saw on the socials uh, over this past weekend, actually, um, there was a situation where a quote unquote Karen, y'all know what a Karen is right now, right? You, we were, Okay, we all know the definition of a Karen. Karen threw a puppy at a black man. Now, how crazy does a Karen have to be that she throwing dogs at people? So, oh, oh, for those that keep up with um with black pop culture, you probably follow the Shade Room. I follow the Shade Room on the Instagram, which is how I came across this story. And I watched the video because I'm like, surely this woman didn't really throw this puppy at this young man. And um, 
when I watched the video, y'all, Karen looked like she was out of it. I don't, I'm not accusing her of being on any type of drug. I don't know what was going on. But um, I don't know how the whole situation started or what provoked it or how they even came to be having a conversation with one another. But looking at the video, it would appear to me that she was maybe driving or maybe getting into her car, got out of her car, puppy in hand, um, to confront this black man about something. I don't know what. When he starts recording, he's really asking her, like, whoa, what's wrong with you? Back up. Like, you crazy. <laughs> what you doing? Kind of situation. And then in the video, she deliberately steps on this man's foot. Now, let me just put a pin in that because... Uh, stereotypically black men are known for not playing around with people stepping on their shoes okay so when i saw karen step on this man's shoes i'm like oh she trying to start something that's the way i took it i don't know if that was her intentions i'm just telling you from my opinion when i watched the video I'm like she is trying to start something if you step on a black man's shoes intentionally i feel like you asking for something and the dude that she was confronting, he was like laughing. And I think it was one of those situations where you have to laugh hysterically so you just don't go hysterical, okay? And he even made mention like, if you was a dude, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, you better be glad, oh. And so he's recording this whole thing. And then I think in an effort to maybe even um, uh, just divert her attention, he says, is this your puppy? Because this whole time she's like following him and she's still holding this puppy. And he was like, is this your puppy? And I don't, I can't remember how she responded, but, um, he made the comment of saying something to the effect of like, I don't even think this is your dog or something. And she threw the puppy. Y'all, I'm not even playing with you. She legit threw this puppy at this dude and the puppy bounced off dude, landed on his back on the ground in shock, rolled around for a little bit and just started yelping. You know how puppy yelps when they're in fear for their lives. And then he didn't run back to Karen. He ran to the dude, like, help me, help me. This B word is crazy. Don't make me go back home with her. Per the shade room, um, the young man in the video is now taking care of the puppy um, that was thrown at him. And I wanted to observe that. Remember old Karen that was in uh, Bramble Park in New York that was strangling the dog and making all these accusations uh, to the black man that was on bicycle? And then we got this other Karen throwing the puppy. So what, like, how mad does a white woman have to be? Because, like, just, and this might be another stereotype, but from my observation, like, most white women are, are, like, really big animal lovers and advocates. Even if they don't have animals, they are not, they don't play about, like, cruelty to animals, which I respect. I don't, I don't either, but I just think they're a little, they're a little bit more passionate than I am. It's all I'm saying little bit more passionate and so I'm like well how mad does Karen have to be how incensed does she have to feel to put a dog in danger she threw this puppy I y'all I was so outdone it was one of those things like I had to I had to laugh myself I had to laugh myself um Karen's getting out of control y'all listen to my non-black and brown uh, female friends out there, talk to your Karen friends. Tell them to calm down. Shoot. The dog ain't do... The, first of all, the black man probably really didn't do anything because history just says that all you have to do is just be black. Okay? So I'm, I'm just going to assume that the black man was walking down the street, minding his business, and Karen saw a black man and just 
went off. Um, tell your Karens to leave us alone. Jesus. And stop putting the dogs in danger. Dog didn't ask for this. It's ridiculous. Okay. We're going to move on to another topic, but I just had to share that because I just could not believe what I saw in that video. So we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Now, guys, I told you I wanted to start highlighting some businesses, um, some local businesses that are uh, owned and operated by people that I know, love and respect. So today I want to highlight my friend Letitia Cohen's and Cohen's Coding and Consulting, which is a medical billing and coding company that assists individuals to attain their certification in medical coding and provide medical billing services to providers. And for all of my devoted podcast listeners, Letitia is a. Uh, Offering a 15% discount off of the total price of the course if you use the code IJWT20. That's IJWT20. If you haven't figured it out, that's the podcast initials, folks. I just want to talk, okay? IJWT20. You can go to Cohen's Coding Consulting LLC.com and I will also have that linked in the show notes. Thank you all for hanging out with me for a pair of seconds. I want to give a shout out to one of my friends and devoted listeners, Tabba. Y'all haven't heard me make mention of Tabba before. Me and Tabba have been friends for um, almost 17 years, I think. And no, I know it's been about 17 years. And um, Tab is one of those folks who, uh, you know, in all of my podcasts, I always ask for y'all to keep the conversation going. Hit me up. Let me know your thoughts. And there are, are, are a few people who do that on a consistent basis. And I am so appreciative. And Tabby is one of those folks. And so I was having a conversation with her um, a few days ago. And she said, you know, you should really do a segment um, to let other people know what the other listeners are saying. Because I want to know what everybody else thinks. And I was like, that's a good idea. So I don't. we talked about some names for it. And I think we're just going to call it Conversations with the Queen. It, it may change. The next time you hear me talk about it, it might be something else. But today, it's conversations with the queen. And in these conversations, I'm just going to talk about briefly um, some remarks that I've received uh, from the past episode. And I may mention about journaling. And I love to journal. Um, it's just a great outlet for me to get some thoughts out. And when I go back and read this stuff, it's like... Um, a great way to see how far that I've come. Well, how far the Lord has brought me through the trials and tribulations, dangers, seen, ah, and unseen. Come on now, a praise party today. Okay. So somebody um, made mention to me that they too journal and they have multiple journals. And during this season of a pandemic, they don't necessarily have journals, you know, the, what we would think of a journal, blank pages with lines, you know, places to spaces to write. But what they do have is a plethora of planners that <laughs> they have not been able to plan a thing in. Um, and this person uh, specifically said that they uh, have found that they like to co collect planners. And I'm not going to lie, y'all. I collect blank notebooks and planners of all kinds. Um, I use many of them. But I just, I don't know why. I just like them very much. Please don't send me any planners, though. Um, that would be bad. Um, but this person has a lot of planners that they can't use or haven't used. And so they've taken those planners and turned them into journals and writing over, you know, as most planners do have like a little space for notes and, um, and things of their nature. You may have a, um, if you have a one day planner, it has the day and you plan out your things and then it has a little section 
on an adjacent page for notes. However, it's set up. This person has chosen to use that note section or other spaces to journal their day. Um, this person is also a writer and she's found it useful to just jot down um, notes on a day by day basis in another journal. It makes it easier for her to put her story together, which I thought was fabulous. So I want to know from the rest of you, have you been doing your journaling exercises or have you started journaling? Honey, do you need a journal? Because I can tell you where to go to get you a good journal. Did you contact my old wise cousin, Ari? Ari is the, in my life, she is the uh, best person to go to for writing prompts. Um, she actually holds a, um, a workshop um, on journaling and she gives writing prompts and it's just a phenomenal time together. So next time she does that, I'll be sure to let you all know. But um, that was one of the conversations that somebody had with me. So that, that was a conversation with the queen about uh, about journaling. So um, if you have been journaling or if you have comments from other podcasts that uh, you've listened to, let me know your thoughts so I can share them with the people because the people clearly want to know what the rest of y'all are doing. Um, and while I'm here talking about people, places and things, I want to give a shout out to my friends, the Wilsons of uh, Super Familiar with the Wilsons. Um, they have a podcast and they did this exercise y'all where they did like a little mini podcast. I don't think they were any, I don't think any of them were over seven minutes, but they did a mini podcast every single morning. And I commend them because I'm be honest, sometimes it's a struggle for me to get one out every two weeks, just the time that that's how it is. Just time. Um, but oh my goodness, they, they did that and it was remarkable. And the only thing I didn't like about it is but I just wanted more because I love them so much and I think they are a phenomenal couple and I'm glad that COVID-19 brought us together. Um, so if you haven't listened to Super Familiar with the Wilsons, they are part of the Imagineville Podcast Network, which I am also a part of. Go check them out. Check out all the things that they did last week. Before I let you all go, I did want to give um, a book recommendation. So again, y'all know that I'm a, a therapy girl. I believe in, in talking to a counselor to help you work through situations. And my therapist uh, recommended a book to me during our last appointment. And I read the book and I enjoyed it very, very much. Well, I listened to it on Audible. Let me not lie and say I read it. I didn't read it. I listened to it on Audible because again, I'm an Audible fanatic. Thank you, Jeff. Um, and it's called The Body Is Not An Apology, The Power of Radical Self-Love. And the author is Sonia Renee Taylor. Um, neither uh, Audible or Sonia is paying me for this. However, I did enjoy this book very, very much. I've shared with you all very transparently that I uh, have a challenge with uh, my weight and controlling it. And because I have a horrible relationship with food, I think it's a great relationship because I love food, but it's not good for me. Um, so the body is not an apology is um, a movement that Sonia Renee Taylor started um, because of thoughts like that of what I just shared with you, um, just body image and um, feeling a type of way because I don't look like how uh, society says I should look or um, my BMI is not where my doctor says it should be, which I don't think that any of those uh, measurements are really made for people like myself. But, you know, that's just my opinion again. Um, what I want you to know, folks, is this is a great book. When you look it up, you're going to see um, a curvy black woman splayed out with flowers covering her private parts. If that's not enough, just go look it up. I don't know what is. Um, 
And Sonya Renee Taylor uh, gives some great perspectives from her own personal life and perspectives of uh, friends and family about body image and loving yourself and embracing the person that you are and loving the person that you are, regardless of what other people say that you should look like or what you should be. And um, it was a great listen for me. And so I wanted to recommend it to you all. Again, the body is not an apology. The power of radical self-love by Sonya Renee Taylor. It is available on Audible. Um, You can order it from the Amazons, I'm pretty sure. Uh, But I would love it if you all would just take a listen. You know, let me know what you think about it. Or what are you reading right now during this season of, uh, because we are still in a pandemic. Uh, So what are you reading? What have you read lately that has been great interest to you? I did also listen to, I don't know if I uh, told y'all about this. In August, I went through a couple of books. Um, I did Kevin Hart's book on Audible. I think it was Audible exclusive, matter of fact. And then 50 Cent has a book that I also listened to on Audible. Both of those were absolutely phenomenal. So uh, I can't remember the name of either one of them right now because I'm not prepared. I wasn't prepared to talk about those things. I was not I was just going to tell you to listen to My Body Is Not An Apology or Buy My Body Is Not An Apology. And here I am talking about these other books. I'm not prepared to talk about the other books, but they're out there. They're out there. So if you uh, want to do your own research um, and go find them, I recommend them highly. So those are my three book recommendations um, that I think that you should should check out. They were great listens. And probably those are probably things that I will also go back and listen to again, I'm sure. Here's what I want to leave you all with today, because this is something else I've been thinking about, and I just want to talk about it. During this season of pandemic and social distancing and so many other life-changing events in the year 2020, um, my birthday's coming up. And the closer I get to each and every birthday, the more thankful that I am for many reasons. And um, one of the things that I've thought about um, during this birthday season is just the uh, the lessons that I've learned over the years. And one thing that I shared with, uh, with Tabba during our conversation was that my great-grandmother used to say, Keep saying good morning and good night. And you'll understand it better by and by. And when I was a child, hearing her say that, I didn't know what she meant by that. And I, I used to just laugh it off like, oh, here she go again. Keep on saying good morning. And I won't mock it. But baby, when I tell you I understand it by and by right now, mm, child, keep on saying good morning and good night. I was reminiscing on just some of the things that my grandmother and my great-grandmother would say and how I didn't understand it then, but um, I'm glad that the Lord allowed me to carry some of their words in my heart. Um, Let me just say this because it just dropped on me, and that's how scripture is. Again, y'all know I'm a God girl. I'm not trying to, to put my religion off on you, but it just came to me. When you read the Bible or when you read the sacred text of your choice, what happens is, is that your holy deity will bring those uh, scriptures and those holy um, words back to your remembrance at the, the proper time. Um, and I believe that's what the Lord has done with the teachings and the words from my grandmother, my great grandmother. Um, they were hidden in my heart. They've been hidden in my heart and they've been uh, revealed to me at the appropriate time so I can apply it to my life situation. And I am so thankful and grateful for that. I didn't understand it then, but I understand it now. So I just wonder, and my question, I guess, for um, this episode to you all is, what words 
were shared with you way back when that you didn't understand. But when you reflect on it now, you get it. Maybe it wasn't from your great grandmother or your grandmother. Maybe it was just from, uh, not just, but maybe it was from a teacher that you had in grade school or from a friend um, that moved away or you moved away from or an aunt. Somebody in your life that poured wisdom into you that you didn't understand. But when you look back on it and think about your life today and where you've come from, how those words mean something to you now or they have more meaning for you now. Just think about that. Think about that. And I believe that the more you think about it, the more that you'll start to possibly recount conversations that you've had with loved ones or friends, families, teachers, colleagues, and their words will come back to you like, oh, I did not understand what they meant then. And it doesn't have to be something like, like really profound. Sometimes it's just like somebody tried to warn you about a person and you didn't listen. But oh, when you go back and think about, oh, I didn't understand what they meant when they were telling me about such and such, but I get it now. Something just as simple as that. So that's what I want to leave you with today, family, is just think about those words of wisdom and how you've been able to apply them to your life today. And let me know. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by using my handle, at LaKendra Speaks. That's at LaKendra, S-P-K-S. Or you can leave a comment on my website at LaKendraGarrison.com. Again, our intro and outro music is by my friend, Sir Flame. You can find his music anywhere you download music from the interwebs. Another great shout out to uh, all the podcasters of the Matchinville Podcasting Network. Some wonderful creatives uh, that are part of that network. Um, I will have that linked in the show notes. Don't forget to check out my friend Letitia Cohen's and the offer that she has given all of you. If you're listening, that includes you 15% off to get your certification in medical billing and coding. So make sure you look at the show notes to get that information. And I look forward to the next conversation. Bye.